Friday form panel, Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki with you. Race one at Melton on Saturday night is the Allied Express Melton Pace. It's the first heat. Uh, we'll talk with Dean Braun uh, at 11 o'clock, so it'll be interesting to get his thoughts on Holy Basil, who certainly, Dan, looks the horse to beat, mate. Yeah, definitely a strong chance. Gee, there's a few tough races uh, on yeah. Saturday night. Holy Basil's uh, a clear favourite, Toby, $2.60 at the moment. I don't know if that's unders. Um, look, he, he's going well enough to be a key chance. So I've, I've come up with Where's Seggy, thinking that he might have actually been slightly better odds than what he is, but mm. he's going terrific, Where's Seggy. So he's my tip in the first, the 11, but... Um, Holy Basil, uh, Rock and Roll Waller's another one that you can identify as good value uh, at the moment at $13. Uh, he's Ollie, another one. Lip Reader caught the eye again last week, but with such a big field, he's going to get a long way back, you would think. Um, he is capable of making a mid-race move, though, but look, I'm uh, sticking with the Where's Seggy. Horse has been going terrific, and... Um, uh, I thought he was worth a, a, a couple of dollars each way. So 11 on top of 9, 6, 13. There are a few other chances as well. I'm not sure if I've really nailed this race because there's a number of horses that I would have liked to have got into uh, my top four, but it's a good race to start the nine. It certainly is. And with these, I, I had a very similar opinion to you, Dan, in the sense it was very hard to work out. And then when that happens, I just resort back to pegs and leaders. So I thought he's Ollie would lead and would be in front for a long way. Whether he leads all the way, I'm not sure. Would I want to take anything less than 650 and 220? No, I wouldn't. I think that's sort of rock-bottom price for him. But I think he's the horse that'll be in front for a long way. I don't think Major Major will hold him out. He might get a little bit of pressure early. But he's, he's in my mind, the safest chance in the race. If I if, if, as I said last week, if you forced me to have a bet, he's the one that I felt was the safest horse to be in it. Is he the best horse in the race? I don't think so. I think there's probably six off the back row that are better than him and even perhaps Rock and Roll Waller as well, uh, but they don't have the draw that he does. And it'll be, it's a very interesting race. It'll be intriguing to hear from Dean Braun. Has Holy Basil improved? Or was he at his best his last couple of runs? Uh, it will be a very interesting race. And where's Seggy? We can't wait till he wins one of these races. It'll be a wonderful story for Adrian Pace. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Holly Basil, I don't think, has to improve. You only have to look at his splits from his last run and that mm. form through, I think, it's very strong, isn't it? So that sets him up in good stead here, Holly Basil. Just a matter of price. Um, I was searching for a bit of value and I come up with one I thought would be actually better odds. Yeah. Uh, where's Seggy, but a horse that I've been putting into my numbers. Um, Rock and Roll Waller, not dissimilar. Uh, he's at least the horse that's really stepped up. He's only... You know, reasonably lightly raced, but I think he's going places. Uh, Ghost of Time could make it interesting early. He is cool. first up, but he's got good gate speed. Um, and depending on how hard he might have to work or what speed's generated in that first half of the race, a uh, horse like Kia and Kamikaze will be fitter. If he can get off the pegs, what did you say? Likes to go around them. Sheffield Sparky wasn't that bad last week, and even Lip Reader. Um, you know, he's a pretty handy horse, and I think he's going well enough. He just needs to get a, the right race shape to be able to win one. He certainly does. Race two, the high gain Melton pace. This is the second heat, and I don't know if it really got much easier, Dan. Talk time, 
is, a, is, is an intriguing runner in the race because you first look at the form and you think, oh, it's not that great. But when you go back through it, fifth in an Oaks Heat, fourth, fifth and tenth through a Breeders' Crown Series and second, third and eighth through a Vic Bread Series. So you come out of that top level running sort of placings and midfield into a race like this, you draw the pole and you, you're trained by Emma Stewart. It's very hard to go past, but it's sort of hard to tip at the same time. What, what did you settle on in race two? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I suppose you could compare a, a talk time uh, with a non-pareil. Uh, they're, they're horses yeah. that have come through a similar race series. I don't think there's been a lot between them. So non-pareil certainly looks like she's far better value compared to a talk time. Um, but the draw is the difference, um, perhaps. Uh, well, it clearly is the difference um, uh, with the, the two of them, one on the front, one on the back row. But I was a bit like you. I wasn't confident enough to tip-talk time, yeah. prefer to see her at this level. I'm sure she can shape up, but being first up uh, at, at a metropolitan level, I think you can count these as metropolitan races, can't you, as in probably our old yeah. MO-type races. So yeah. they're very hard to win first up. So I've, I've looked outside of talk time. I think the chance is going well enough, and it's certainly value enough at the $12. So I've got him on top. Um, respect for... I'm the captain as well. It comes down with a different form line. There's a couple of runners that Amanda Turnbull or the Turnbull stable have, has sent down, um, and he looks well placed. I am the I am the captain here, um, and uh, our uncle Jim. I know he's drawn badly, but I still think he's got a place chance. I think he's been going well enough. So I've got talk time in my mix, but I've put the twelve on top. The chancer. I think at twelve dollars, he represents well. Obviously, a bit of value there, but he's going well enough. Uh, nine non pareil, eleven. I am the captain, and one talk time chance. Uh, perhaps a place chance for our uncle Jim, but there's a few others that fit that category as well. Again, another race I don't feel confident that I've worked <laughs> out, but I'm happy enough at least with the price, and I think the chancer at twelve dollars is worth a ticket each way. Twelve, nine, eleven, and one. I was actually hoping you'd be really confident, Dan, and then I could just say, well, I'm just going to follow your tips because I have zero confidence in this race. It's so tricky. Maybe Magic Mike is also a chance getting the run behind talk time. If it holds up yeah. the front and Magic Mike's on his back at 14 and 280, he could run a place. And I wouldn't be. it'll be interesting to see if non-pareil then drops to three back the pegs and whether... This becomes pegs dominator, but it's only eight dollars and two forty. So you wouldn't want to sort of risk a three pegs runner at, at those odds. So sweet passion. There's a lot of good. Again, there's a lot of good form off that second row. So you end up weighing up the better class horses versus barrier draws. But the extra question mark here is is talk time is first up. I just cognizant of what happened during the week with a couple of their horses first up, Emma Stewart, that just they hadn't trialed really well. So there's a bit of a query around them, like Bay of Biscay, but. I don't know if you saw some of those runs at Bendigo, but they were absolutely outstanding, the Emma Stewart horses. So if you factor all that in, again, I'm I'm sort of arguing against myself whether talk time can win or not. It'll be a very interesting race and looking forward to the final on uh, Saturday week. I assume that final is. I didn't check into that, but I make that assumption. Race three, 75 years of night trotting in Victoria. Oh, that's... That's an interesting name of a race. I wasn't aware of that. I probably should have done something about it this week. Uh, the Winter Trotters Cup first heat. And I think it, it's easy to get a bit of confidence in this race. We've seen seen a lot of these horses going around pretty regularly over the past six months. And 
or at least over the last few weeks, Dan and uh, Love Gun was ultra impressive last week at uh, at Ballarat, mate. Was indeed, and that was first up as well. Yeah. Uh, it was scratched the week before, so I think we just had a little bit of query of uh, where he was at, but he's returned in fine style. Uh, dominant favourite this time. Uh, I think there's a bit more depth here, though. Mm. Uh, Kai Valley Piero, uh, I think, is going particularly well. Um, he uh, His run last start was excellent. He looked like he was going to be in the mix for the lead, and then he broke, and he was charging up the finish. So... I've identified him pretty quickly as a horse that's ready to win. So I've got Kai Valley Piero on top from Love Gun. Love Gun, very hard to beat on that performance last week with improvement to come out of it. Uh, Central Otago's in terrific form and Aruakoe obviously going terrific as well. Um, over and out's the interesting runner because it's got a very good record, this seven-year-old, but it's competed in Queensland through the standing start um, trotting championship series and, and went terrific, ran second in the final and it was only just beaten as well. So... Different shape up here because it's a mobile, but I think it's one we must respect. So my tips are four, three, eight, and seven. I think Kai Valley Piero at six dollars fifty is a really good each way play. Yeah, he's been a wonderful horse over and out. Robert Evans bought the horse relatively cheap. He was broken down at the time, and spent a, he spends a lot of time with him and on his legs. You know that extra probably forty five minutes when he works the horse. You know, putting the the white paste stuff they put on their legs and trying to get him recovered from every workout, every single time he works him. And a big stable just wouldn't be able to do that. And he's done a wonderful job with the horse over and out. It was a great campaign in Queensland and would have been great to see him win that race. He's come back and uh, he, he, he'll be suited, I think, by the heat and final conditions, despite what I've just said. He, he'll go better next week in the final. And uh, best of luck to Robert, who we've had on this show and shared that story a couple of times, actually. So... Uh, best of luck to him. I think he's he's a wonderful chance in this race as well. He'll get a cross naked ambition at the start, and uh, then probably hand up to Love Gun. So I just feel after last week it'd be very hard to beat Love Gun, but uh, over and out will be the main danger. Central Otago is a very nice horse, and even even the likes of Baltica can run a race. Dan, who we we tip a lot of weeks, Baltica. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't really want to leave her out. I thought she'd win okay last start, but yeah. it's probably let me down. You can only tip a horse so many times, can't you, before yeah. you uh, decide to uh, just put it in the sin bin. And and I don't want to do that per se. If I take an early quaddy, it'll be in there, but yeah. um, I just have to work around it this week. Well, there wouldn't be too many you'd leave out of an early quaddy here. Is there maybe the pole horse, Naked Ambition, might find it hard from three back the fence, but I reckon the rest could nearly win the race. Oh, look, no doubt. The the markets say that. When you see Baltica at $21, I'd be inclined to have something on her at that price. I think she's going she's going all right, but maybe not as good as what we expect she can go. Um, the last run, she loomed up and didn't quite finish it off. So I think she's at her peak fitness-wise. But there might be just slightly more depth in this race when you add Love Gun into the mix and Central Otago. Uh, it evens it out a little bit, but that might actually help Baltica. She might need that true, genuine speed, and uh, she can run well. But you, you said Naked Ambition. It's the same price as Baltica, $21. Yeah. So I think I'd rate Baltica well ahead of Naked Ambition. Yeah, uh, we won't go into any further with Naked Ambition. Let's get to a break. We'll come back the other side. We'll have a look at race four in our Melton preview.